Hey, Bo, it's uh, Mike, SEC Mike. How's it going, brother? How you doing, man? I got to be honest with you. This is a real treat for me. I've been listening to your show since 2014, I'd, I'd say. Oh, man, I appreciate it. And I, I really do. And I believe it or not, Thank I was you. living in California. I was living out in Los Angeles, and, and still, the word on your show reached me. I don't know how I found out about it, but I, I was tuning in every day on the Internet, and, and I'm still doing it to this day. I love to hear it. I really appreciate it, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. So I won't take up too much of your time. I just some football with you, and uh, sure, man, you were you had me dying. So I, I got to ask you about uh, your Kirby Smart Ed Ogeron comment the other day. I th that was just I almost fell out of my damn chair when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's a lot of. I mean, they're not identical, but there's obviously a lot of similarities between the two. Um. You know, they're defensive-minded coaches. They've really struggled with their offense uh, outside of Ogeron, you know, catching lightning in a bottle with, with Joe Brady and Joe Burrow. Mm -hmm. And um, I still think they have um, more of a 20 years ago mentality as far as suffocating their offense and their offensive talent. Because, you know, Mike, at Georgia and, and LSU, you get – I mean, they – they both have top five talent, right? So they they should be dynamic and uh, and fun and exciting and explosive year in year out. Um, but yeah, I just don't think it's there. I, I still believe. Well, here here's the way I think they look at it. They they think that they can get enough stops in a game, and their offense can do enough. And, and they can win, um, you know, that mentality doesn't work anymore, Mike. Um, it can't score. 15 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, teams could uh, be pretty average. I mean, look at Bama uh, for, you know, years and years ago and Georgia and other teams that, that were good, Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, they weren't, they weren't any good on offense, but, but they would uh, suffocate you on defense, play ball control, score just enough to, to win games. Well, that – that approach and that mentality doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. um, the game is, is spread out and it's vertical and there's just too many good quarterbacks and too many good skill people. Uh, look at what Ole Miss is doing. Look at what Oklahoma's doing. Um, you know, Mullen had a great year last year. You can tell that he's all about opening it up. If he has the right guy, we'll see what they have with, Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson, but yeah, look, Kirby and, and Ogeron are are phil, uh, phenomenal recruiters. Um, they're at great programs. I mean, goodness, I mean, you're going to wake up every day with with more talent than anybody else, but maybe a team or two. And uh, I just don't think that they have the right mindset. Doesn't mean that they can't bottle it every now and then, Mike, just because they're so talented. But I don't know if they have the right mindset to be really fun and explosive on offense on a year-to-year -year basis, Ogeron and Kirby. So what about this year? I mean, everybody's picking Georgia in the East. Are you not sure. on that bandwagon at this point? Well, should they win it? Absolutely. Um, you know, they have more talent than anybody in the East, and they had the best schedule. Uh, I picked Florida probably just – mess with people um but i wouldn't be surprised you know if dan was able to pull it off should he no um is dan a much better coach absolutely does he know how to does he know how to coach the most uh important side of the ball offense yes and the most important position quarterback yes 
But they, but Mike, you're hitting on something. I mean, the East is atrocious. Um, you know, South Carolina is is not any good. Um, Tennessee's in major transition. They're they're not going to be. I mean, they may have a nice team, but they're not going to scare anybody. Mm-mm. And then Kentucky, Vandy, and Mizzou don't matter. So you know, when you look at it, uh, there's no question this is this is like a it, this is low hanging fruit for uh for Kirby Smart in Georgia. But I wouldn't be surprised, Mike, if they screw it up. I can't wait to see. Look, they should win this Clemson game. Mm-hmm. Right? Clemson's lost I mean, they lost their quarterback, number one pick in the draft. They lost uh ETN, first round pick. They lost two big time receivers and I think two offensive linemen. And yet Vegas has uh Vegas has Clemson. Right as a favorite over Georgia uh, on a neutral field that doesn't matter in Charlotte, a town mm-hmm. that doesn't care about college football. And, and, and yet Vegas has Clemson favored Mike. In other words, that tells me something that, I mean, that tells me that they, they believe that Dabo and Venables are better than Kirby and Munkin. And, and that is, I mean, Georgia should be a seven, six, seven plus point favorite, Mike. And yet they're not. And I expect a low scoring game. Wouldn't be surprised if Venables bottles up JT Daniels and Kirby's offense, whatever that is. And, uh, and Clemson squeaks out a win. Should Georgia win? No doubt. Will they? I doubt it. Yeah. I think you might be onto something because uh, Clemson, you know, they're the ones with the new quarterback. Georgia's the one with the returning quarterback too. So it just kind of, you know, adds to what you're saying there, but you hit on something there, Dan Mullen. I know what you think of him. I think the same thing. I think he's one of the best. I think it's totally overlooked what he did at Mississippi State. I think he's, you know, I'm, I'm not that old, but I think he's the best coach they've ever had. Oh, yeah. Oh, can, yeah. Can he, do you think he'll win a national championship? Or, you know, what's the deal with Dan Mullen? Because uh, it seems like every offseason he's got one foot out the door. I mean, d- does that hurt him? I don't know. I don't think so. I, uh, do I think that he can make the college football playoff? Uh, absolutely, Mike. Um, but he's going to have to have something special at QB. So we'll see what Emory Jones does. But they believe that Anthony Richardson, it might not be this year, but they think that Anthony Richardson is going to be a dude. And if that's the case, everybody better watch out. I know they were terrible on defense last year. I understand what all happened. But um, Grantham will get that corrected, in my opinion. I mean, they may not be great, but uh, you don't have to be great on defense anymore. I mean, we're not really seeing that many elite defenses. But they'll be better. Dan's always going to move the football. So people are going – people are, are freaking out. They're like, well, well, he, he lost Trask, and he lost Tony, and he lost uh, Trask and, and all these guys. And I'm like – I'm like, I'm like uh, Pitts, sorry. And, and I'm like – Okay, that no doubt those were you know incredible players. Mm-hmm. Dan moves the ball regardless, Mike. So it may look different than than Trash to Pitts or to whatever mm-hmm. than last year, but he's going to move the football, Mike. I, I promise. And whether that's his own reading it with Emory Jones and some other players, but yeah, I think Dan can get it done. And, um, you know, they may be in a little transition this year. I don't mean like crazy because they're still Florida, 
but they may be in a little bit of transition, but don't be surprised. Do not be surprised. They shouldn't, but don't be surprised if they beat Georgia in the cocktail party. Bo, has, has anything in your career been better than Matt Luke getting replaced by Lane Kiffin and Joe Moorhead getting replaced by Mike Leach? <laughs> well, okay, Luke and Moorhead are, are, are nice guys, let me say that. No, uh, it's great. I mean, um, Kiffin and Leach are great. Uh, they're both offensive-minded guys. They're fun. Um, you know, they, they, they're very talented. They know how to coach the most important position. Uh, now, Lane walked into an unbelievable situation on the offensive side of the football and somewhat took advantage of it last year. I mean, you know, they, they moved the ball against everybody. They didn't really beat anybody. I mean, they beat South Carolina, Kentucky, Vandy, and Mississippi State. None of those teams were good. But they moved it up and down the field, scored, were fun to watch. You would think that they'll be even better this year and then, of course, Leach went through all kinds of craziness. You know, Moorhead had left a, a bad culture and he ended up down to 46 players, and they just had to hang on. But they showed improvement down the stretch. So I, I'm optimistic about both teams. Now, Ole Miss may actually make more noise, a little more noise. But uh, it's going to be fun, man. And Matt Corral's a dude. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's the best quarterback in the Southeastern Conference. And it ain't cl- – these people who think it's JT Daniels, um, it's not. Matt Corral is the best quarterback in the SEC, and it's not close. Now, Jimbo Fisher, of course, you know, so many headlines. He got paid $75 million to take over down there. And I think when you pay someone $75 million, winning the SEC is not good enough. And and that may be a bold statement because they've never done it, but I'm already looking past that. Will Jimbo Fisher win a national championship during his time there at Texas A&M? No. Um... Jimbo won at a place that's got, uh, when they were rolling, when they're rolling, um, you know, has that thing we call the path of least resistance at Florida State. Mm -hmm. And it was before Dabo got up and running, and the ACC wasn't any good. Still, tip of the cap for for doing it. He also didn't pull a monster in the championship game. That was an overachieving, kind of weird Auburn team. But anyway... Uh, no, I don't expect Jim. I think Jimbo makes his offense too complicated. And I don't think he's willing to adjust and adapt to what you need to run this day and age. And so even though they recruit gangbusters and have a bunch of talent and so on, I do not believe that he'll win a title at A&M. Now, what are your thoughts on Texas and Oklahoma coming in the league? Love it. Love it. I think it's awesome. I mean, to have the Longhorns and Sooners is, I mean, it's like a, the gift that keeps on giving, Mike. Um, for us and in, in sports media, mm-hmm. uh, in the Sun Belt, it's it's great. It will only make our uh, it'll only make it more fun and the content better if you know what you're doing. And uh, those are two programs that we had already, you know, talked about a good bit over the years. And uh, we break we we have great contacts in both places. And um, I plan on going out there and hanging out a little bit. Uh, but I am. so just so fired up great move by the southeastern conference and and mr sankey because texas and oklahoma are just going to make it even more fun and uh, i hope we break it up into the four pods or four divisions Mm -hmm. everybody starts playing each other more and uh this division thing is so outdated and antiquated and we uh you know it, it makes it even more fun for all of us on saturdays which is what we want 
Yeah, and I guess that is the million-dollar question of, of how they break it up. I don't, I don't want to get your whole thoughts on it, but Mississippi and uh, uh, Mississippi State, if they do go to a pod, who do you want to see in their pod? Uh, well, I'd like to see Arkansas and A&M, I guess, or something like that instead of LSU. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, a lot of people seem to believe it'll be Mississippi State, Ole Miss, LSU, and Arkansas. That's not bad. Um, I, I'm almost good with anything. Both of them want to be out of the Bama deal. <laughs> <Right>. so <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> we'll see, though. Mississippi State's 90 miles from Bama, so I don't, I don't know what um, – I don't know if it'll necessarily go along, you know, exact geographical lines, but uh, as long as they avoid playing Bama every year, both MSU and Ole Miss, I think it's uh, a tremendous win for the two programs. Well, speaking of Alabama, how much longer is uh, Nick Saban going to terrorize the SEC? Because it it seems like every time he's slowing down, uh, he just figures out a way to make his program that much better. Yeah, you know, I thought uh, several years ago he would be closer to done by now, and, and he is not, and I think COVID kind of freaked him out because uh, he went home and didn't really have anything to do. Um, and so he realized he liked uh, the journey and the challenge of of coaching Alabama football. So I wouldn't be surprised, Mike, if he coaches another five years, maybe even more. But uh, – that's a long time to put up with Saban in the Crimson Tide, and you know he's the greatest to ever do it. You got to tip your cap. All right, last question for you, Bo. I really appreciate all your time, and I won't hold you to this because so many things could change between now and then. But uh, if you had to pick a winner of the Egg Bowl right now, who are you going with for uh, the the upcoming season? Uh, I usually pick the home team, but right now I'll pick Ole Miss because of they have the better quarterback. And I like Will Rogers, by the way, at Mississippi State. He's just young. And he doesn't have the same dudes around him as Matt Corral does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure what the MSU offensive line is going to look like. Mm-hmm. So I'll give a slight edge to Ole Miss because Corral is incredible and I think should be a top five pick in the NFL draft. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. One more I forgot uh, to ask you about Arkansas. Is that the toughest job in the country? Because, my God, the, the expectation and – uh, you could have a top 20 recruiting class and you could still potentially got the worst recruiting class in that division. Right. Yeah, I think Arkansas and Nebraska are both um, uh, brutal jobs. But, yeah, Arkansas is tough because they still have uh, Frank Brawls expectations. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was 45 years ago. And the uh, – ESPN democratized college football and there's been a paradigm shift. And, um, although the Razorbacks can be, you know, salty and good when, when run right and so on, um, they're never going to be what they were in 1972. Bye. All right. He's Bo Bounds, host of out of bounds with Bo Bounds on ESPN, the zone 105.9. I really appreciate you, Bo. You're one of the best out there. Truly. Mike, I appreciate you saying that. I really enjoyed it, man. Uh, reach out anytime, and I hope you have a great football season, bud.